you what's up everybody welcome back i'm ashley and this is ashley elysian speaks i hope everyone is doing good you know childhood is so beautiful right it's that time when you're a sponge just soaking up everything around you and also the time all your morals and values are shaped right and I remember as a kid, adults would make a big deal about what video games we would play, right? Y'all remember that? They say we confuse what happens in these games with reality. And you know what? Maybe they was on to something. <laughs> Take, for instance, a game like The Sims, where you create your avatar, you create a world all your own, and I can personally say, as a Sims lover, it's a great manifestation tool. <laughs> Seriously, the house I live in now looks so similar to a home I built on that game when I was like uh, like 15 or 16, which is a good thing. I have really good taste. <laughs> but it's interesting, right? What we do as kids and how we evolve in this messed up world. We go to school and church and all of that stuff, only to learn as adults that most of what we're taught isn't even completely true. But it was more about what we create, what we give thought to, and what we leave behind. But perhaps if we knew the truth, we wouldn't be able to handle it. Or maybe we could, you know? Who's to say? We're already dealing with so much scary shit as it is. <laughs> Why not hit us with some truth? You know, I believe in the Bible. I believe in some of the Bible, I should say. But I think things may be playing out in an unexpected way. But what I do know is everything that's happening right now isn't random. And I got some questions. Like, would Pope Francis like to explain to the world why the Statue of Resurrection looks the way it does? Or can the federal government explain why the reptilian brain isn't taught in schools? Or explain why Black Lives Matter went global this year opposed to 2013? Let's talk about the significance of Six Feet Apart. Let's talk about the mask and what they really mean. See, it's all connected. And I'm going to do my best to explain my perspective. See, it was earlier this week on Tuesday that I came across this like split path. And I was trying to decide which path to choose, right? And I ended up choosing the path with all these little pieces of like information along the way. And oddly enough, the rest of my day played out that way, where I kept having these downloads and then I'd find or see some information that correlated with my thoughts. Or I'd come across a video cause you know, our phones spy on us. <laughs> but yeah, it was like that. So one of the things I just mentioned though was the Statue of Resurrection. Y'all, I saw that 
And I was shocked at how it looked. It didn't look like what we're taught resurrection is. It's actually disturbing. And the meaning behind it and the symbolism, all of that, is is really creepy. But the statue is in the Vatican audience hall. Which, by the way, looks like a snake head or serpent's head. And where the Pope stands and speaks is right out of the serpent's mouth. Literally, y'all. And there's no crosses in this place. And even more strange shit underneath the Vatican. But back to the statue. Now, there's been more than one design. But in all of them, you can see the Baphomet's head in the center and alien-like symbolism, like Jesus split with two heads or two heads with the third eye in the middle. But the current one has like a a mouth or something coming out the side of Jesus's face. But my point is, why would that be in a holy place where the Pope goes? Why the serpent? Why no crosses? Religion is clearly not what they've been teaching us, y'all. In fact, I wonder who or what exactly do our spiritual leaders really worship? What exactly is the God they believe in? And you also got to wonder, why are we able to find this type of information if it's hidden knowledge? Don't tell me the internet because... They all knew way back in the day, it'd be hard to contain info in a technology-operated world. Perhaps they want us to seek and find whatever it is we want to know. But anyways, I also read an article that broke down some of the symbolism of this statue, and it raised even more questions for me. Like, what's really heaven? And is Earth really some 3D prison? But they basically talked about how Jesus crashed to the Earth with some asteroid or something like that and then came out of the Earth. And y'all, that statue really looks like that. And also, what sounds to me like something coming out of an underworld. And like every, you know, alien movie I ever saw. But yeah, so I'm doing some, you know, I'm thinking and I'm like, well, with the way this statue looked, when Jesus resurrected, where exactly did he resurrect from? (laughs) And look, you know, I don't believe everything I read. I do hella research before I even start to question or think otherwise, but Y'all go check this statue out. It's definitely something to look into. Think about it at least. But yeah, so then I came across information about the triune brain or the reptile brain and just so much serpent symbolism, right? And then I came across these scriptures like Genesis uh, 49, 17, Ecclesiastes 10, 8. I I hope I pronounced that right, because I know some people say it differently. Um, In Proverbs 30, 19, and let's not forget Numbers 21, 9. 
Moses made a bronze snake and put it upon a pole. And that statue in the Vatican is made of bronze and copper alloy, sorry. And like I said, it looks like Jesus coming out of an underworld. So I did some digging and came across some more strange information like real life demons and gates of hell. You know, all this stuff I thought was fake and definitely not discussed in church. We're just told to worship an entity, which, you know, I don't question God. I question the ones that teach us about God, because that's where the deception is, in my opinion, not telling us the whole truth. But in my own research, I came across terms like, and I hope I'm saying these right, because it was my first time coming across these terms ever this week. (laughs) But um, I came across terms like cambians, incubus, succubus, which are like half humans and half demon. And look, I know I sound off the charts right now with all this, but check out this statue. It looks like that. And I came across the word Cerberus, Cerberus, I don't know, which apparently though is like these, this like dog type thing, but it guards the gates of hell to prevent the dead from leaving. And if we believe in heaven, then there may be a hell, y'all. Um, we can open our minds for a second, but but like, you know, what if this shit is real? Our spiritual leaders think it's real. That's why the Vatican is built the way it is. But nevertheless, the devil is having a ball with us right now. The devil got everyone against each other, and that's not random either. When you think of the serpent, also remember that God put enmity between the serpent and the woman in the Bible. Truth hidden in plain sight, y'all. Enmity means opposing energy, and opposing energy is everywhere. But more than anything, you see it between religion and racism. But also, there is no peace. The devil is the destroyer and the deceiver. We'll hear talks of people being framed, divorces, affairs, and spiritual numerology. It's not random. Take for instance all these movies and shows that have came out this year. It take a few years to film a movie, right? At least two or something like that. But don't you think it's strange how these movies be so on point with what's going on in the world at the time that they're released? See, even these people in the entertainment industry work for the serpent, whether they know it or not. They have to push certain messages and push a certain image in order to keep all that fame. That's the deal, I believe, though. Get whatever you want, but deceive the world. In order to have fame, money, desires, vanity, lust, power, all the things he knows we love and some would do anything for, lie, cheat, and steal. 
but I get it, you know. Earth is like a 3D prison of the mind. The only time people feel free is when they're financially free, not feeling controlled, having all the things we think would make us happy. And so we make these deals. Mm-mm-mm. And the devil, he comes to you when you're very desperate, when you really want something. There you are praying to God for a miracle and the devil shows up like a wolf in sheep's clothes and offers you the moon and the stars. Thing about the moon though is, it represents secrets and hidden motives. That's why these celebs end up feeling like slaves later on, more than anyone else. But it's in our nature to be a little devilish at times, to be a little selfish, to do things for ourselves rather than the greater good. But to deceive the world is just cruel, especially when it comes to what we put our faith in. Our faith, our beliefs, our hope is where we find mental peace. But 2020 has been interrupted as far as peace goes. And I think it's because humanity was literally about to break free in a sense. Everyone was optimistic about 2020. I can't even like describe it. It was just so much hope that this was our year of breakthroughs. And I believe right before we could get there, the election, the devil brought chaos to control the world. And I'm so disgusted at any form of control right now, only because personally, I felt controlled majority of my life all the way up until the end of January this year, y'all. I myself had broke down all my walls. The only thing that put a pause on things at all was the pandemic. And this damn corona, ugh, the invisible killer. I never believed in anything that was said about this shit. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. When they called it the invisible killer, I thought of the Holy Ghost. And the media is trying to deceive me. <laughs> when they said Corona, I thought of the serpent wrapped around the needle, our medical symbol. Symbol, sorry. Stick a needle in my eye because the Holy Ghost lives in my third eye. This is what I was thinking. And my beliefs about all of this has kept me completely unbothered until it became mandatory Tory, <laughs> to wear these dumbass masks. When they said wear a mask, I thought of the image of the beast, 666, six feet apart. And I just can't help but wonder why all this symbolism for shit that has nothing to do with Christ, nothing to do with faith. All I see is fear and people feeling less and less in control of their lives. And why does this Corona stuff seem just like the 40s all over again? I mean, I wasn't there, but... It's just like the 40s, 444. But in the 40s, they had to wear gas masks. And the story of Hitler and his wife is very symbolic as well. Read up on that if you haven't. But don't just read up on that. Read up on everything. Anything you want to know. Do your own research and draw your own conclusions. I'm just sharing my perspective. And I believe everything we see is a bunch of bullshit. 
like all this racism shit right before an election only racism I see personally is online and we all know about the recent police killings but let's talk about that for a sec I've said since day one I agree with the message Black Lives Matter but I don't believe all the narrative the cop that killed George Floyd is a bitch that's not to be debated But let's just say, hypothetically, that George Floyd wasn't killed because he was black. Maybe that cop did what he did out of hate or jealousy, just purely that. That cop knew him outside of being a cop. And sometimes I wonder if it was fate or setup or a part of some bigger plan or something because they knew each other. And coincidentally, this cop just happens to be the same cop that pulls up when George Floyd has the police called on him. I still want to know if the 20 was real or fake, because the call shouldn't have been made in the first place if it was real. But shit, maybe the store owner and that cop knew each other. You never know. But George Floyd and that officer that killed him also worked at the same nightclub and they had tension previously to Mr. Floyd's murder. And the media never talks about the fact that George Floyd was engaged to a white woman. Why did they only show his daughter's mom? I mean, you know, I get that, but why not show that he was engaged, right? I mean, shit, they dug up that man's background, his entire life and everything, but didn't want to mention his white fiance. They only mentioned it like maybe one time. I just find shit like that odd. It's like they want us to only see black and white, a split, a divide, just like that statue, y'all. But even with the protests, it was mad white people showing support to the black community at these protests. And yet the narrative is still, you know, They're trying to still push a race war. But why? Because the devil, a.k.a. the government, people in power, 10 in particular, want us to be at war and without peace. And then comes the control. And we're expected to act like sheep and just run from one side to the other. Well, fuck that. I don't need to be accepted or act like a fucking sheep. I don't want to believe in what the news tells me anymore, or the government, or a damn pastor. I can pray on my own, discern on my own, make mistakes, and pick myself up and dust myself off again on my own. Why? Because I finally trust my own intuition, my gut. And I always say, if God has something to say to me, he'll tell me. See, the belief in something outside of ourselves is the biggest money-making business in the world, the church. And they care about controlling three things, the bank, religion, and our intellect. But how I look at things now have drastically changed. But I'll get into that a lot more on my next episode. So I'm going to stop here for today because I got a whole lot more to share, but I don't want to make this episode too long. So y'all be sure to tune into my next episode. 
Thank you so much for taking all time to listen to my perspective. I hope it causes you to just think. And yeah, you know, if you enjoyed this, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian Speaks. And until next time, be brave and have faith. Peace.